0: Hello no Clashes, I'm Gilbert Gottfried and this is the Only Clash Podcast with your host, Hero and Wizard of Woo.
1: Welcome to episode 41 of the Only Clash Podcast. What is up, Woo? How have you been?
0: Hero, it's good to be back. It's good to be with you. Let me start this off right. All right. Uh, I've been great. I've had a great week. I had an exciting week. Work was totally fine, mundane, kind of a normal work week. But I had a big day on Thursday, and uh, that was I got to hang out with our fearless leader, Carl, uh, from Crystal to Join and the Crystal to Join podcast. I was in the Pacific Northwest. I was in his neck of the woods, and we made it happen. We hung out. We had We had lunch. And uh, lunch wasn't enough for Carl. Carl was like, how about we take this back to my place and I make you dinner? Oh, spicy. (laughs) So, exactly. So uh, a couple things. First of all, I'm sorry, ladies and fellas, Carl made me dinner. I'm sorry you couldn't be there. I'm sorry you weren't there. But he cooked for me. Uh, And secondly, Carl is a perfect gentleman. And for anyone who's wondering, he does not put out on the first date.
1: Yeah, I don't imagine he would. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Maybe it was just the wrong circumstance. We didn't have enough uh, gluten-free beer. No. <laughs> <laughs> so how was your week, Matt? It
1: was pretty chaotic at work. There's been like a bunch of stuff that happened. We can get into it later. But it's I've been having to run back and forth to work and home a lot just because we're doing job interviews and stuff like that that I have to be there for. So that's what I'm doing right now, a job interview. Would you like to come work for us? <laughs>
0: Um, if you'll pay for me to move and then we can, we can negotiate. I don't know. what am I, are you going to be my boss?
1: Uh, yeah, that's probably how, it, unless you want to fire me and take over my position, like the other guy's trying to do.
0: <laughs> Sign- oh no. Oh no. You've got, you have an, ins- you have an insurrection. You have a mutiny on your hands. It's, oh man.
1: Uh, I forgot what the term is, but some people just don't want to do what I tell them to do.
0: Hmm. well well, i think what you should do yeah insubordination we what you got to do is you you're going to have to pick one out pick a weak one out of the herd and make an example of him
1: (laughs) that you know i think that would work great except for the herd is consisting of four people including me and half the herd's last day was today oh my god so now it's just me and the douchebag (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Here's the good. Let's. I'm trying to look for a silver lining here. So, so you lost some people and you've got some people maybe working against you. The good news is now that you're conducting interviews and you're recruiting people and bringing in people, you can bring in your people now. You'll bring in people that are loyal to you and that will do what you say because you were their boss from the start. And hopefully you can avoid some of the problems you've been having. You know these first few months of your new position. That actually
1: sounds pretty good to me. I'll take that over anything else at this point. The we've got
0: one guy almost <laughs>
1: hired, so he seems like he'll be a good, good guy too.
0: So, yeah, you just need some. You need some little minions. You need some little yes yeah, men, to I, do You know, I so. try and
1: make them do clan games for Crystal to join because nobody's getting the points, but the guys just don't want to, and that's why they're quitting. I think.
0: Oh, my God. Well, yeah, clan games. So we had the big 10th anniversary clan games, and we talked about this in the last pod. Um, like, do we think that they would do something special? Because, you know, 10th anniversary celebrations are winding down. And um, I mean, the big thing that they did was it, it was it was a supersized clan games. They did 75,000 total points and seven levels of rewards. And you could do 5,000 points per member. But what's your take overall on the 10th anniversary clan games?
1: I mean, I think somebody better pick up the phone. Cause I called that just that seventh tier, <laughs> nothing really special. I knew there was going to be a rune in there. Probably it wasn't really expected. And there's a book of everything in there, right? Which is yep, kind of yep. bittersweet for people who are maxed because they just gave one out. If you do the whole like 30 stars for the thing. So you either use it or you lose it like no matter what because they don't really hand those out too often unless they're in deals so it's nice to have them on a lot of different accounts i know on one of my town hall 13s it's almost maxed not really maxed but like maxed heroes and i'm gonna just bump it to 14 um Mm -hmm. it's like oh i need that to like get a level four pet house right away so it's like i have to try and strategically use one on something to make sure i'm you know, following all the rushing guides.
0: Right. Yeah. I, so I kind of felt like they dropped the ball. I mean, you did call it, you were like, it's going to be super size. It's going to be one of those 75 K point things. And I was hoping that they would do something better than that. Like I, I even said like, it would be cool if they did a hundred thousand points or, I mean, they could have done something like 10 levels of rewards or at least the ability to claim 10 yeah. items. Like, maybe you only do 7 you know you only do 7 levels but if the clan maxes out you instead of getting one bonus item you could have gotten two other bonus items and then for you know for a total of 10 items for 10 years but you know like you said there weren't any new or interesting items it was just like some pretty decent rewards especially if you're not max and i'm i'm just calling for just throw something out there unexpected or new like you know, there isn't like they could have made up something new, like a mega book or something that like upgrades all of your heroes, one level or all of your pets, one level. Or maybe they could let you pick like, you know, you, you activate it and it pulls up all your heroes and pets and you can select which ones you want to upgrade one level um, and, and, and give you like four of them. So you could do two pets and two heroes or one pet, and three heroes or you know, whatever it is, some kind of mega book. Um, they could have done that. The other thing I've thought about, too, is that like we have these potions to buff our heroes, and we have the potion to buff our troops if they're not fully maxed, but we don't have a potion to buff our defenses. Mm. So I think it would be cool if there was a potion that you could pop that lasted for 48 hours, and your home village and your your, um, war base all of your defenses were maxed to your town hall level for that period of time. Um, so that, you know, if you're in, this could, this could help CWL, you know, if you have a bunch of 14s that are farming and you know, they're not max, you could be like, Hey, you got to pop one of these potions. If you have enough of them, kind of like when you're a, when you're a mini, uh, and you, but you still want to do CWL, you might pop the power potion or that hero potion to help you out during CWL but you don't have anything to help your defenses out during CWL. So I think that kind of potion would be cool if they would have come out with that or book or potion or whatever. And then the other thing I thought about too is they all, they've they introduced all these temporary troops and temporary traps into the game. Um, and obviously we have like super troops, which are uh, you know temporary in the sense of limited ability we have to use them and, and combinations we can use. But what if there was like... a a temporary trap in the sense that, um, you know, I had to earn this trap. Like, let's just use the shrink trap for an example, which is, you know, the trap, I mean, uh, next to the tornado trap, which obviously is permanent, I think the shrink trap is the trap that people hate, you know, love to hate the most. Um, But what if you could earn a shrink trap like in as part of clan games or as part of, you know, um, gold pass or something like that and then but once it gets triggered, it's done. You have to pull one out of your, you know, your inventory from your town hall and place it again. So you could use it strategically for, you know, a, like, let's say once again, like CWL or Friendly War or these 5 v 5s you know, that we do, you could throw something in there and people just would never be able to plan for it because it's not a, it would be something that you would only have a, if you earned it a certain way. So I just thought there was just ways that they could have spiced things up and maybe introduce something small and new or something you know big and new like a mega book or something like that. Yeah. And it just they just did the same old thing. So it's been, it, I was pretty let down. I mean, here we are, we're complaining about free stuff again. <laughs> but like, I just feel like they've they've wasted an opportunity to do something where the community would actually be like, we're talking about it because we already like made some predictions. But like, honestly we don't really have a reason to talk about it other than the fact that they didn't do anything.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is kind of, like, bittersweet. Like, it is nice to get all that free stuff, but it's, like, I mean, the game's been around for 10 years. Like, you know, we're it's probably never going to happen again. Like, I know there's other games like Pokemon Go that have been around, like, this is their sixth of the year, and maybe they'll make it to 10. But there's n- never hardly any mobile games, especially, that make it this long. And it's, like... Yeah. You know, we weren't expecting much, and we because we know how Supercell is, and it's like we're still disappointed. Like, they brought back the Royal Ghost last year, one of the coolest troops. Mm-hmm. It's kind of OP in some ways, great for farming.
0: It's it's cracked, yeah, it's totally cracked. <laughs> and why not
1: just bring back every limited time troop just for like you know, clan, yeah. clan games or something? Yeah, just that would be awesome. Go crazy for a little break the game for a little bit, like. There's so many ways, like, and I know you've said it a lot. It's like playing a busted game can be fun sometimes if it's rewarding. Like, and then, you know, Mm -hmm. once we get back to seriousness, then yeah, tone all that stuff back. Like, the thing I worry about is like what you were saying with the shrink trap. I feel like really try hard clans would be like, okay, guys, so for the next whatever CWLs, this guy's using one shrink trap in this exact spot, and then we should get a star or whatever kind of a seems like people would try harder yeah. and maybe that's part of the yeah you know adds a little bit of spice to everything it just seems i don't know i really like the game I'm really these days what draws me to it more is the community like of people in discord and stuff so it's not really the game itself that has the main drag for me so it's kind of just like eh, oh. i guess whatever i'm now i guess i'm more excited than for capital week than the new clan games <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah yeah I, I mean look and here's the thing i i've made this point before i think on the last pod i said it would be really cool if, if if you could send a friendly challenge like a friendly war challenge to another clan and put restrictions on the troops and spells that you could use and we've you know we think like i think about that just in the sense of like event wars you know it's like You know, you're not allowed to use this troop or that troop or, you know, you restrict people or whatever. But if there were temporary things in the game, like the Royal Ghost came back, the Ice Wizard came back, the Party Wizard, you know, um, the Lucha Libre guy. um, If if there was a Shrink Trap that was in the game or that was a temporary thing that you had to, you know, earn and add, then those are things, if you were in a competitive war... Uh, You know, for guys that are doing this, you know, in these, um, you know, going towards worlds and stuff that are doing these competitive friendly wars, you could restrict those things. If you know, if if they know it's broken and cracked and they don't want the pro scene to, you know, rely on those things, they want it mainly to just be toys for the average player, then they could restrict those things in that competitive scene um, if they added these, you know, these different features to the game.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I think that, you know. Love Supercell, but at the same time, sometimes it feels like they're so out of touch with what people actually want, and they're so focused on certain aspects, they just forget everything else.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, I think maybe we're maybe we are expecting too much. So, um, speaking of expecting too much, uh, some people are calling for a Legends League overhaul uh, for next year that's you know something a little bit different needs to be done with legends league because right now the format's been out for a while and it's just like you know these top people get gems and the rest of us just get a little badge of honor that we earn trophies and there's not really much to it um obviously right now we're doing this big legends push how have you been doing man are you um have you i know we kind of talked a little bit last time about struggling to get all eight attacks in. has things gotten any any better for you yeah i've been
1: on sort of like a no internet kick kind of trying to stay offline or whatever. So it's like, (laughs) I haven't really been playing that much. And it's like, I know that I have to get all eight in a day. So it's like I log on hit, and then request and kind of drop the game for like 20 to 30 minutes, hoping that somebody will come in there and fill the request, even though it seems like it gets Mm -hmm. longer and longer these days that the requests go unfilled. But it's, uh, I'm still getting in eight a day. I know today I still have, like, seven left, which is terrible for this time. Like, I'll have Uh-oh. to pop a potion immediately after the podcast, probably, to make sure I get them all in. But I'm sitting pretty high oh, yeah. I think. Dude, you're sitting, like, way high. I was like, damn, what is he using?
0: Oh, I'll tell you what I'm using. I bet you could guess. <laughs> uh, it's that, that hybrid life, dude. <laughs> <It's coming back. laughs> I'm just using that hybrid. I mean, I... I've kind of you know there, there were a few bases in legends with hybrid that I I really struggled with, um, that honestly like I could not crack these bases and I finally kind of figured it out. In fact, uh, I've kind of been doing you know the, the last war that I was in, in C two J I had a six pack which let me just bask in that for a minute because. I've been struggling so bad with three stars in CWL especially, okay? I I told you, it's been like three months since I had a three star in CWL. And that carries over to most normal wars as well. So to go in and get two fresh triples, I was really happy with that. And my plan, when I looked at the bases, I kind of changed the way I thought about it. I just thought about them as Legends bases, and I'm like, I'm just going to hit this base. Like, YOLO, let's go. And I hybrided through the town hall on both of the bases. And Carl was like, "Okay, that was super risky, um, but but like that's one of the ways that I started cracking some of the bases and legends um, with hybrid. That you know, I just I was kind of looking at them as the nor- Like normally with hybrid, you go, okay, I either want to fling over the town hall or queen charge the town hall, and and you typically don't want to, you know, push your main troops through the town hall because of the poison. And I kind of figured out what to do differently." To make that work, it doesn't work all the time, obviously, but it works enough of the time. Uh, I've been getting all my eight attacks in, and I've actually been having a lot more fun using hybrid. I know I got bored a little while back, and that was mainly because I had varying levels of success and I wasn't thinking outside the box about some of the bases I was struggling on. And uh, I'm having a lot more fun with it. So, um, you know, let's just put it this way: if if I If I could do, if I could replicate my success in Legends and Normal War in this upcoming CWL, I would be very happy, and then I could rub it in Carl's face that I did well in CWL with a farming army.
1: Yeah, I've been using uh, Lalo, so I kind of, I totally understand what you're saying about, like, figuring out different ways to hit a base, because you do kind of fall into these ruts where it's like, oh, great, it's another... Ring base, like I'm yes. getting a one star mm-hmm. or I'm getting a triple. There's no in between here, kind of a deal. And so I totally feel you on that one, because I've been and you know, I've been one star in a lot too. <laughs> not to not to brag about my <laughs> one starring ability or anything. But uh, it just like right. once you once you realize like, okay, this isn't working, like I have to try something else, like no matter what it is then it does seem like, I right. I feel you too. It's like you have more success when you're just like, okay, well, I'm just going to do this and see how it happens. And it's like, okay, that worked a little bit, but I think it would have been better if I did it like this. And so then next time you might focus on a different area or something, because I've been sending my Lalo at a, your you know, my balloons at a town hall more and more too, because I'm like, well, there's mm-hmm. some spicy Blizzard value on other sides of the base or whatever. So I kind of, need to do something with that mm-hmm. and then i did it in one and i got like a 99 percent one star and i was like so bummed out because oh. i was like oh it was so good but the town hall was just like even better at the end of it and you know so it, there isn't like a perfect success story for me anyways but it's like it does feel <laughs> better like when you're trying new things and they're working it makes the game way more enjoyable
0: yeah, and I, I feel like those 99% one stars can be extremely frustrating. But when you're thinking about like a month in legends, um I think you have the right attitude about it. It's like, okay, I did a lot of things right in that attack because I got it to that point of being a 99% one star. Like c- what could I have done differently? Could I've just, you know, sped up my final a little bit faster, you know, dropped that one spell over this instead of there. You know, timing was a little off. And and if you can reserve your like tablet smashing feelings and just think about the long haul that is a month in legends um and and like learn something from the things that you did right i feel like it's it, it's a lot easier to get those eight attacks in if you can refrain from raging um when you fail
1: yeah definitely and i you know it is those eight attacks they do start to become a chore sometimes and it is hard to you know, just keep at it. And then if you get like bad attack after bad attack, then towards the end of the day, like no matter what, you're just like, oh, this is just a crappy day or whatever. But yeah. So the whole month long Legend Challenge, I would say it's been a little bit taxing. It's like, I think everyone's kind of waiting for it to be over. Even like um Magic Wet Dragons, he like, I don't think he's doing all of his attacks because of how far he dropped. He might be up. Again now, but he dropped for a few days, and that's the same time I think, uh, like when I dropped back when or whatever. It was like he was calling me out. He's like, "Oh man, we're gonna change your name to something terrible if you lose." And I'm like, "Jesus, okay, I better get all these attacks in."
0: I mean, listen, um the Bruce Springsteen songs aren't gonna sing themselves, and the hot blondes are only gonna wait so long. So you either gonna you gotta get those attacks in early, or you're just gonna have to miss miss hits when you got. Uh, you got real life stuff going on.
1: Yeah, if you got an army <laughs> trained, you just sometimes you just gotta hit, even while you're recording a podcast and getting called out for it in chat.
0: <laughs> First of all, yeah, y'all are, you you guys are getting the best of both both worlds. You're <laughs> watching watching it hero hit live while listening to him talk live. They um, call me Tribe of Pretty children. Awesome. <laughs> Turn the sound on, dude. Turn the sound up all the way. We want to hear the turn the music on in the background that's what we need we need the full experience <laughs> um so so i know you said you're using lalo uh having some mixed success is there anything surprising to you or standing out to you this month and and how are your defenses like holding up or are, are your defenses like helping you have you noticed anything about the you know a lot of people comment about once you get to a certain trophy range you know, it kind of almost doesn't matter what your defense is because you're, you know, you're going to get tripled a certain amount of times. But, you know, what what's your experience been about that It stuff? is
1: kind of weird. I also, on my other account, actually, I'm using my Blizzard Dragons. So I've been mixing mm-hmm. it up a little bit, and that actually brought a lot more, like, enjoyable stuff. But a- AP is definitely right. 5,700 plus is, like, cancer for defense because... I don't reach quite that high, yeah. and it does seem like it's like that mm-hmm. day I do good. They just slap me back down the next day. I'm just like, oh, man, 250 trophies, and I, my, my base held to, like, 186. It's like, oh, man. And then the next day, it's like triple, triple, triple. And I'm like, good God, I don't even want to attack. I've already been attacked six times, and I just woke up.
0: yeah. Yeah, it, and I, I'll agree. I, I yeah. And Nob is on my wavelength. He said, you spelt 5200 wrong. Exactly. Like, uh, there are definite freaking levels to Legends, right? I mean, when you first peek into Legends, that, those first, that, like, first, maybe, like, five days, you feel like a total, like, a hero. You're like, oh, my gosh, I can do anything. I can kill everybody. Look at my base holding up. Look at all these one stars. And then once you get up to, like, 52, 100, 54, you start seeing a little bit more three stars. And for me, I start seeing that up in that, you know, 55, 56 range. 57 is a number I don't even know. That's kind of like, you know, I'm down here in my little Cessna and uh, freaking uh, AP is out in his stratospheric weather balloon. Okay, so I don't even know what the air feels like up there. I can just tell you that where I'm at, I'm struggling to breathe. So, uh, All right,
1: I'll post, I'll post my triples in chat, and AP will be like, "Dude, that's a terrible base." And I'm like, "Yeah, but I still got a triple, Dad."
0: <laughs> Dude, hey, I—we're gonna talk about that. I have, I have beef, I have beef with Agent Paladin. So we'll talk about that later. But it's good to know that I'm not his only target. I'm, I'm glad he's targeting multiple individuals. Um, okay, so to wrap up the whole Legends push thing, we have a war. Uh, this is the war that Green Arrow has, has organized for everyone that's pushing in legends. Um, you can check Discord for the clan link. I believe we're going to be spinning Saturday evening if you're in the US. So uh, I think the the thought was something like the clan is named Ishe to join. Um, and this is apparently some Australian slag. So. I need to see. Do you know what Ishe means? Do you know what Ishe is,
1: hero? Uh, the only thing I got from it, and I did not look it up on Urban Dictionary because anything those guys talk about, I fear looking it up on other
0: <laughs> other dictionaries. You don't want to see the pictures, <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: but I thought it was just like a highway worker, or like a road worker.
0: Oh my gosh! Uh, my impression is it's kind of like I don't know. I I f- it's kind of like a if I had to th- describe it in like what it would be like in the United States, it's kind of like, like a low life deadbeat. Um, kind of like, like, kind of like drug head, always oh, bumming like trash cigarettes off of you. Yeah. Like white trash drug head, like, you know, bum that always wants to like sleep on your couch or is asking for gas money. And it's just always around the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> hammer says like hammer, ah, hammer, we already know where, you know, you live the good life. Hammer, you're living that, Clash of clan cereal life. We don't. We know you're not Isha, Two Okay. Boxes. You're living that classic two boxes, <laughs> two boxes of some Clash of, those, of clan cereal. Some of those
1: guys just get one box, not hammer two boxes.
0: <laughs> no, two boxes. Yeah. So we know it ain't like hammer. But that's my that's my uh, that was my my impression of what it is. So leave it to Green to create a clan around some Australian slang, and that uh, probably perfectly describes himself. I'm thinking. That's uh, that's why he named it that. We'll so, probably
1: start using uh, so that that'll be fun. for events, and then someday somebody will get pissed at Agent Paladin and b- get it all banned.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a true story. I would not doubt that one bit if it's like someone reported the Supercell and says, oh, you know, uh, this is offensive. I'm offended by that term. My whole family are, you know, have been called Ishe's or whatever. I don't know. Um, yeah, but it should be fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to see us. The, the whole point there of creating a new clan. I think uh, someone pointed out that um, the if you're tied for um, overall cups, then the lower the overall clan level uh, is like the tiebreaker. So be, doing this war in a in a level one clan um, that should you know if if there is any tiebreakers to be had with being the number one clan in um, in Australia, then um, That'll be the tiebreaker, so that's why we're doing it in uh, Green's new clan. E shade to oh, join, so okay. I guess uh, I didn't anybody... know that. That's cool. Yeah, somebody somebody pointed out. I didn't know that either, so I was completely ignorant of that. So I was glad that glad to uh, figure that out. But yeah, so it should be fun. I can't wait. Uh, speaking of fun and war, we got C W L right around the corner, and this month we're bringing the hype and we're bringing in. The Ringers as C2J. Uh, Agent Paladin is coming over to do CWL uh, in C2J. And I believe he's specifically coming over to dethrone Agent 52, aka Magic Wet Dragons. Still one of the absolute worst names you could possibly have. I'm shade for that name. Um, (laughs) Dragons. Dragons, yeah. Dragons. Uh, So I'm just calling it Agent Paladin versus Agent 52, Agent versus Agent for King of the Hill. And I believe we have uh, Shamdan, who is, I don't know if, I think he might be one of AP's friends. Uh, He's been hanging out in the clan and pushing in legends with us. And so I think he's hanging around, uh, heavy 14, uh, high up there in the cup range as well. He's going to hang around and do uh, CWL with C2J this month. So what is your thought about bringing in the ringers for the CWL, you know, do you have any predictions for how we're gonna do? Are we gonna win some wars? Are we gonna promote with the ringers? I
1: mean, we gotta promote,
0: right? We
1: gotta. <laughs> we got Agent Paladin in the house. I'm gonna be not using Lalo unless the base I think calls for it. You're on fire right now, Carl and Nob are the masterminds planning everyone's decks. Like we're definitely getting promoted. Um, and as far as yeah. like. Children or whatever these some of these fresher faces go um some of those guys aren't donating a lot so they better be putting stars up that's all (laughs) i'm saying if you're in the clan and you're not donating you better be getting some stars on cwl otherwise you're going in the shade outs next (laughs) episode
0: absolutely and 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 let me just say right now uh a a shout out to gcbc who's not able to war with us right now. He's had some in real life stuff going on. So we hope all that stuff turns out well and and you can get back and hang out with us as soon as possible. But luckily, lucky for these guys, the people who are donating GCBC is in the clan because he's basically the sheriff when it comes to calling people out for, you know, any of their shady business and their don't know ratios and sniping uh, clan capital hits and stuff like that. So these guys are sneaking under the radar right now. But like you said, eventually it's going to catch up to them. So hopefully they hopefully they put up the stars and uh, and hopefully they get those donos up before GCBC gets back. Yeah,
1: definitely. We don't want to, you don't want to get shaded up by GCBC. Been
0: there twice. Absolutely. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes you have. Yes, you have. That's right. Uh, well, uh, other big news is. Wolfpack is bringing in the ringers too. So uh, my mini, Bone Crusher, has been over in Wolfpack for several months. I've had it over there since it was a Town Hall 11. It's now a Town Hall 13. And I've been, I'll be honest with you, I've been completely killing it in CWL with my mini. Um, And, you know, Wolfpack demoted again last month. It's been tough to get a very consistent, 30 person roster. Um, and so this month PK and the rest of the leadership, if you can call it that, uh, at Wolfpack, in um,
1: right hand.
0: they decided <laughs> exactly. They decided <laughs> that they were going to bring in the ringers. They were going to pull a page out of rest in peace, big Blake's uh, playbook. And they're going to bring in the ringers, and apparently it's the same group of people who had come over and got everybody, you know, got Wolfpack promoted up into uh, champs before. And I was like, oh, so it's only going to be Town Hall 14s this month. And it's like, yeah. And I'm like, so Bone Crusher, all this work I've been doing at Wolfpack, all this promoting all this I've been doing, all this,
1: ha- this help.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's over for me, dude. I'm out. I'm done. I'm done. I'm I'm gone from Wolfpack. So uh, I just went ahead and brought it over. I I asked E, uh, you know, where he wanted to put it uh, for C W L. But uh, in the meantime, I just brought it over to Crystal to join since there was a little bit of room in the clan, and uh, and then I'll figure out where I'm going for C W L with with my mini. But uh, man, I don't know. These guys might just be dead to me.
1: Yeah, that's uh, you've been over there like every single. It's like I just remember. Oh, woo, it woo, Crystal to join Bone Crusher. Wolf pack kind of a deal in the sign up sheet, anyways, for like yeah, months, and now there's like,
0: actually, we don't need you. <laughs> and I, I, I was actually like, the fact that the client had been demoting wasn't discouraging to me because we were getting better. Like every single month, we were getting better as far as people consistently getting their hits in, and some people actually slightly improving on the way they were doing their hits. So I just – I kept telling PK and, and SK over there, like, all we need to do is just keep weeding out the people who aren't reliable, and eventually we'll have a good core, and then we can go from that. And I felt like that was kind of the direction they were going in. But they're just sick of losing, so they're just bringing in the ringers. And I was like, all right, well, see ya. <laughs> good luck. I hope they – hey, I hope it works out because – They'll be really demoralized. There'll be a lot of people very demoralized that they bring in the ringers and it still doesn't work out on a 15 man CWL and if they
1: bring in the ringers get promoted. And then next month they don't and get demoted. It's like now we're back at square
0: one. Uh, yeah. And then you kind of alienated some of the people who have been wanting to b- help you build the clan. And now they're just kind of like, well, you didn't need me for CWL. I mean, some people are understanding and they get it. And the, and the good thing about, you know, C2J as a clan family is that we have room for people everywhere. So before I left the clan, I told everybody, like, look, you know, uh, if you guys want to, you know, do CWL and you're not a Town Hall 14, you're not on the roster here, check, you know, please come to Discord. They have, they do have a Discord link in the uh, clan description. Check the Discord. Uh, there's, there's a sign up there. We're trying to finalize the rosters right now. So, c- you know, come out and sign up there. Um, and then also SK did come in chat and say, hey, if there's anybody that doesn't have discord and they want to do CWL outside of the clan, let me know. And he would get on there and, you know, throw their name in the hat and stuff like that. So they are trying to accommodate and find, you know, people who are really passionate about doing CWL and they won't make the roster there. They're trying to find room for them, but still, man, I'm, I'm hurt. I'm hurt. I don't know if I'll ever recover from this. I'm scarred for life. That's
1: pretty brutal. (laughs) I mean, after months of just like, (laughs) <laughs> demoralizing de- demotions to then be like ah, I think the problem is you guys we're just getting big boys in here <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah well we'll see we'll, we'll see how long it takes me to farm it up to a town hall 14 and if and, and then they might be like oh hey when are you coming back and I don't know we'll ha- we might have to negotiate my terms yeah. uh, since you know they, they got the ringers coming in but when I'm that 14 ringer we'll, we'll have to negotiate my terms they might have to start buying um, your gold pass <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, okay. Last big prediction. Well, well, let me ask you this: What kind of plans do you have? Any plans at Dirty Jimmers this month? I noticed the clan was completely full today. There were fifty people in that clan today. What What big plans do you have at Dirty Jimmers this month for CWL? That's crazy. Are you going to be filling? Are you going to be filling CCs this month? I'm not.
1: <laughs> we promoted last month and. So I'm almost positive we're going to demote because it is full, but there's not a lot of like heavy hitters in there. Like, I mean, there's some, there's a few good accounts. Like we got Smurf and Tig in there, like 14, 13. I've got a few 13s, but we just don't have the enough 14s to really make a dent. Like even last month we promoted and they were still running like usually five deep 14s and we were running two to three deep on 14s. So it's like now that yeah. we promoted, they're probably going to be running six, seven, maybe even 10 14s because we're doing a 30 man. And so it's going to be pretty demoralizing. I've always got like a pretty good strategy that works for a lot of my accounts where you just like sneaky blimp the town halls and then baby dragons right. for percentage. Well, it works great for me, but a lot of people just think that, you know, it's kind of a cheaper attack or maybe they don't have those troops upgraded. So they always like get a yeah. one star and they're like, Oh, this just sucks. And it's like, well, I mean, you could probably still get two, star. even a town hall 11 sometimes <laughs> can two star yeah. 14 if they do everything right. Or if the base is set up right, you just have to be a little bit more picky. I think, but it's yeah. not it's fun to do it that way. Cause you're, you know, you have to do everything right. Otherwise it is just like a demoralizing one star kind of a deal.
0: Well, and I'll tell you this. I think that, um, one of the things that I noticed was that, you know, being a 13 that had to hit 14s in CWL, because my other account is a 14 and I attack only 14s with that account, unless I have to dip to win a war, you know, that happens every once in a while. Um, but because I'm mainly attacking 14s, I know how all those defenses defenses work. Like I have an idea of, you know, what I should look out for. So even as a 13 going against a 14, I have an idea of how to get that two-star attack. Um, I think that there are some people who have those – like maybe they only have the one account, or maybe they, they don't have an account that's a, a 13 or a 14, and they're having to hit those bases, and they avoid that in normal uh, you know normal farming. So they literally just don't even know how to plan for it. Like I, it, it surprised me sometimes when I see a guy that's a 13 that has – decently upgraded troops decently upgraded heroes and they go in and zero star on a 14 or they you know one star you know like 35 percent. they just dump all their troops at the town hall if it's like a corner town hall or something and it's like you could have easily gotten two stars if you would have just done a few things different and but i i have to remind myself that not everybody plays at the 14th level and so that might be a little bit more intimidating um to some than others. oh definitely
1: i know i mean you're absolutely right even on one of my town hall 13s it's a max 13 there was one cwo where there was just so much juicy like blizzard value there i tripled a max walls and everything based on a 13 and i was just like you know this get time. out of here there's no way i actually got that triple <laughs> and you know and awesome. i was just like man it just shows that like i wasn't really nervous about it because i was just like there's just so much like i got both scatters and the eagle and so then i was like well as long as I warden through the town hall or try and take it with my champion, you know, it should work. And it did. And I was just like, oh yeah. I'm just waiting for someone to respond, but it's dirty jammers. Nobody watches replays in there.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're just like, oh, three stars, cool, whatever. <laughs> they don't even think about like what had to happen for the three stars to come through. Um, okay, well, last big prediction. Agent Paladin versus Magic Wet Dragons, Agent Fifty Two, and King of the Hill. What horse is your money on here? Gotta say,
1: as much as I love Magic Wet Dragons, um, AP has beat like all of us in Stars. Like almost every CWL he's been with us, I beat him one time in mm-hmm. CWL, and I don't think it was in Stars. I think it was in Percent, but it was that weird little five days CWL. So. I just oh, went yeah. on a I was just on a hot streak and then started hot and never stopped. And you know, he he just had a few lower percent was all it was. We were just separated by like seven percent, I think it was at the end of the season. And I was just like, Oh man, I can retire now because <laughs> I somehow had more <laughs> percentage in start. You got
0: an asterisk to win, yeah. <laughs> That's so, all awesome.
1: I don't know. My money's on AP all the way. I love Agent Fifty Two. I mean, it's the Battle of the Agents. Like, you can't, you can't write these memes, man. They just happen.
0: Exactly. So I'm, I'm excited exactly. for
1: it because I know Agent Fifty Two was probably disappointed with me last month because he was talking some smack, and I was just like, yeah, I suck. <laughs> but I'm sure, I'm sure <laughs> AP will be a lot more willing to banter, and it'll be a, more fun for everyone. I think.
0: Yeah, a- uh, AP could definitely be an absolute savage. The guy only spits facts, so. When he says something, you know, it's it's gonna be a mic drop moment. Um for me, I'm backing I love an underdog, I'm taking Agent 52 in, in this King of the Hill. And I'm gonna tell you why, okay? My man, Magic Wet Draw Guns, uh, the reason he's been missing all of these all of these uh legends hits. It's not to go karaoke Bruce Springsteen, it's not to go take the boat out on the lake, and it's not to be hanging out with beautiful blonde women, okay? it's he's saving his streak. He's saving the juice for CWL. He knows if he gets too hot in Legends, it'll he'll hit a wall and he'll hit a block. and He'll be like, man, a few days ago, I was tripling seven out of eight. Now I can't even get a, a, a freaking three-star. Now I'm like struggling. I'm getting one-stars. He's saving the juice for CWL. He's going to come hard. He knows AP is a game opponent. This, you know, AP is kind of a literally like a measuring stick for a lot of people, as far as, you know, how well he breaks down a base and, uh, his triple rate. I mean, you know, when he shows up, so, uh, little slight shade there. So I think that agent will have, has had this CWL circled as soon as he knew who his opponent is. I think he's going to come prepared and I think he's going to come in hot. And I hope that it comes down to the absolute wire. Me too.
1: I, you know, and I think it will, like, unless somebody gets a one-star, I think it'll be a pretty dang good match all seven
0: days. Those... I don't think either of these guys are going to be playing it safe. Let me just yeah. put it that way.
1: And honestly, I Neither think it would be better if we saw AP get a one-star, like the GOAT drop a <laughs> one-star in CWL or somehow
0: misses his attack. We'd just be like, oh, my gosh. Oh, he's never missed an attack, though. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. So yeah, that the, the problem with AP is he would probably purposefully one star on day one, and then come back and win it on day seven, and then show everybody like a a, a voice memo from the first day where he walked himself through purposefully one starring and proving to us all that he was that he's the best like ever. I swagged <laughs>
1: all of my spells at the beginning, so
0: that way. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm just gonna. Oops. 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 I just swagged all myself. Oops. A one star. I guess I'm gonna have to dig myself out of this hole, guys. If you're listening to this in the future, it means I'm king of the hill and you guys suck. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's He's got that swagger, so we, we'll see. I, I'm excited about it. Um, all right. I mean, we have a little bit of Clash content for uh, Radio Disney time, but uh, that's all the main Clash content that we have to talk about this time around. Um, you ready for some shout outs oh, and shade outs? Oh, yeah, really. I'm ready. I'm
1: ready. I was born ready, not all really, right. Not you... really. I was actually premature. Uh-huh. <laughs> I guess that joke doesn't quite work. You want? Uh-huh.
0: You want to? You you want to go, or you want me to go for a shout I can out? Go,
1: otherwise, I'll forget. If I don't write them down, I feel go like I it.
0: always forget who
1: who I plan on shouting out. I'm going to shout out Cool Rick at the Reddit Talks Clash podcast. I know I posted that we were going live in about 30 minutes, which was a total lie. I was like 15 minutes late. Like always, but he was like, "Oh, sorry, man, we're recording or whatever. We'll give you a shout out though." And I was like, "Oh, heck yeah, man! I'll give you guys a shout out too." It's like a double shout out, man. And yeah,
0: dude. Uh, Say no, go ahead, and just dude. Everyone, everyone
1: that uh, has been messaging me lately, I know I kind of dropped some, not not really, you know, dropped some messages in Discord because I was feeling down and stuff, and so I got a lot of. Got a lot of nice messages in DMs and in our you know regular chat stuff like that. So I always really appreciate it and yeah, I appreciate you guys.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well deserved, well deserved shout outs. Uh, so for me, my first shout out is to Carl for putting up with me and hanging out with me as long as he did, uh, and and for cooking me dinner. He brought you back. Like I to said his earlier, sorry, he
1: must have liked you. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I might be one of those things like when you find a cat at the Seven Eleven. you know, it's like, Oh, you don't have to, you know, the dumpster. Come here. You're like, I got extra food. (laughs) I don't know. Um, but yeah, it was a great time. We had a great time. We had some drinks and, uh, we sat out near the water and he brought some postcards. So I signed some postcards and if anybody wants one of these, uh, Special edition Wizard of Wu postcards with my own catchphrases uh, signed on there. DM Carl. Uh, send Carl at, at Crystal Chris join a DM and he will get your uh, mailing information and he will send you one of these OP co- postcards. And I'm sure he'll pick the perfect phrase just for you uh, out of out of the out of the many phrases that I that I wrote on these cards. So shout out to Carl for all that. It was it was a great time, and I, I definitely look forward to hanging out uh, sometime again in the future. Um, shout out to Peter from Pineapples and Thorns. So through all of this Order sixty nine stuff, everybody threw shade. Peter and Catsway, and I, like you, C and Carl. Okay, I you know and Carl ended up getting the, sh- the shade out just for being too nice or whatever. I was the only one I laughed at everything that you did. I never, I never threw shade their way. And so, um, Peter gave me a shout out, um, for not throwing shade. And I think I won in reverse. I think I did it all wrong. (laughs) So, but, but, but shout out to Peter for my shout out. I appreciate that. And honestly, you know, after, uh, hanging out with Peter and his wonderful wife in, in Buffalo, it's kind of I you, you, it's I would literally have to have like a seriously negative interaction. I don't even know how I would. I don't I don't think it's possible with Peter, but I would have to like he would have to screw me over. He would have to like not show up for a friendly war or something to earn some hate from me. Otherwise, uh it's really hard to say anything bad about Peter. So, um shout out to you, good sir. And I want to also echo what you said earlier. You know, I want to shout out and say thank you to everybody that came at, in you know to discord with encouraging words um we we get some hate we get some constructive criticism and i love it i'd rather you guys be talking in some way about us than just ignoring us altogether. so i'm glad that people you know um you know feel like they you know want to interact and you know give us feedback whatever it is and uh just the amount of people that came in that um you know, had encouraging things to say when you were sharing your story about, you know, the stuff you were going through. Uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody for all that. Um, and if people reached out to me and, you know, and just checking in and everything, I just appreciate it that people take time out of their day. You know, something that Carl and I talked about was, you know, everybody, you know, the saying is time is money, but, um, as you get older, as me and Coral are now, <laughs> <laughs> as you get as you get older, you really start to understand the value of your time, and so it really does mean a lot to me when people take time out to uh, have nice things to say or just in, engage with us. It it really does mean a lot because that's uh that's something that you can't get back is that time. So thank you guys uh, sincerely. <laughs> All right, yeah, now, I
1: totally agree with that. Go ahead, too, man, because it is just like. You know, you might think about things like every once in a while, you'd be like, oh, man, I should really reach out. Like, you know, somebody said this, you know, GCBC said his dad was going through a hard time with Discord. Like, I think about that several times per day, but I never I never oh, messaged yeah. him about it. And then it's like, so it does take effort for people to message you and say, like, oh, you know, sorry, you're going through this and stuff. So I guess here's mine to GCBC too, man. Sorry, you're going through hard time because,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Like you said, it takes effort for people to reach out and stuff like that. So it does always make you feel a lot, a lot better.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, man. So uh, Shade, <laughs> you want to take the lead on Shade? <laughs>
1: I'll let you go first on Shade.
0: All right, cool. So listen, I got—I I heard a story this week Okay, that there's somebody who is very near and dear to the podcast who doesn't like some of our content, specifically when we talk about this You know, the Clash streamer that will not be named, and they're sick of us talking about it, and they wish we would get over it. They're sick of hearing about Twitter and Twitter drama, and this person's, you know, mental health issues, and all this stuff. And I'm just going to tell you right now, good sir, we're going to keep on talking about it. We're going to milk this cow until it turns inside out. You know, that guy at the end of, uh, you know, uh, uh, the, The Last Crusade. Indiana Jones, and he picked the wrong cup, and he just stood there and just shriveled up right in front of that woman. We're going to milk this drama until that's what the cow looks like. Okay? So, get used to it. You just skip it, man. There's a button on there 30 seconds, 30 seconds, 30 seconds if we're still talking about it, skip it. And I'm going to tell you right now, there's going to be part of this episode that you're going to want to skip through. Okay? So, shade out to you, sir. Next, shade to Wolfpack for kicking me to the curb just tossing me out you know basically like the cat 7-11 you know now I'm now I'm digging around the dumpster looking for some place to hang out with my town hall 13 that I've been totally crushing and basically carrying all the town hall 13s at uh, Wolfpack for the last couple months I'm kicked to the curb so you know I, I, at this point I pretty much can't have an episode where I don't shade someone in Wolfpack out and right now the entire clan Wolfpack is getting shade I do hope Wish them the best of luck in CWL, but shade out to all of you at Wolfpack. Uh, next shade, Agent Paladin. So you kind of talked about this earlier in the podcast where you posted one of your triples, and you're like, man, check out my Lalo. I got this one. Oh, yeah. And AP was like, oh, that, was a, that base was crap. Like, you know, basically, just he just wants to knock you down a few rungs, you know? I guess that's how you get to the top, is that once you're at the top of the hill... Anybody that comes up, you just look down your nose and you just you just like step on their fingers as they're climbing and struggling, and just watch them tumble right back down. You can't have anybody up there with you, the rarefied air. well, a p did the same thing to me. I posted a, a, a triple a legends replay in chat, and I was super happy about it. The, I think it was I think the one I posted was the guy was running my exact same base, so I tripled my base in legends. and like literally two minutes later, you ain't not even had enough time to watch my replay. Two minutes later, AP comes in and posts this swag triple. He's like, "Oh, I think I swagged five spell space in this attack." And I'm like, "Really, dude? Could you just give me? Could you give the people in chat enough time to watch my replay before you post some thumbnail-worthy legends hit in the freaking uh, regular game chat?" Like, we all we all, we get it, dude. We get. It. And this is why I'm pulling for Agent Fifty Two. Okay, you you're all the way up there. You're like. Felix Baumgartner, dude, you're all the way way up there. You're basically in outer space with your with your hits and your ups and all this stuff. And I'm ready for you to come crashing down to Earth and see WL this one. I do want us to win, though. So you know, <laughs> Uh Eric but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, No, we love we love Agent Paladin. You know, it's just all in good fun. I I'm a co- I'm a total scrub, and I just want a tiny little bit of spotlight when i do something nice and this guy's got like let me look at my library of swag hits i had today which one should i post you know that type of thing uh, so it's like damn dude give me just one one minute um and my last shade out is to the entire hotel chain of holiday Inn for having the absolute worst wi-fi in the entire business i stayed at two holiday inns this week and i struggled with getting my tablet staying connected to the internet i had so many like You've lost connection with the server. Please reload the game. I, I think I clicked on my screen more reloading it than I actually clicked doing my attacks. Uh, and it all came down to Holiday Inn having total trash uh, Wi-Fi. And it, it was two separate hotels up a thousand miles away from each other this week. Uh, and they still both had total dog shit Wi-Fi. So it's like a Holiday Inn, do better.
1: Yeah, wasn't there a rap song about the holiday inn? It's
0: not as cool as that song. Makes it uh, out to no. Be. <laughs> no. Well, and I think and, and honestly, and this, is, this is a discussion for another time, but there, there are some holiday Inns that are so bad. like I would rather I, I would rather stay at a motel six. like some of them are so bad, and the Wi-Fi is so bad. Um, that I, I would consider staying at a Motel Six over them. So that So it's like you know, <laughs> Not even kidding. Me. Hey, there you go. There you go. They need to do. They need to do better. I am very. I was very disappointed this week. I was very disappointed.
1: Oh man. What I do you got? Near as many shade outs as you have, but.
0: <laughs> well, you know. Um, I didn't start it with a first of all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: first, first shade out. No, I'm gonna shade out myself first. Not for like any emo nemo reasons but just because me and tip have been trying to work together to record like my trolley clan capital hits like if you're in the clan you know what i do and it's a really shady thing to do but it's absolutely hilarious to me to do it because i have so many accounts and i can do it i i'll run one account just 40 of this barbarians with the wall record on them or whatever it is the battle ram And then I'll just bust open all the walls, I'll drop a rage to where it would be perfect for my next attack, and then I just end the battle. So then I go in on my main account Mm. with all the archers and another rage for a different area, and then I just get tons of capital gold on my main account. Like I, This guy. (laughs) It's so, like, it nukes one account, like, so bad. But it's so funny, especially because, like, and shade out to Ace for beating me in the race to a million clan capital gold. <laughs> and yeah. then in his screenshot, Ridiculous. it shows that it says, received 2,500 gems. And I'm like, that's <laughs> like How much money did you spend? <laughs> that's what I want to know. <laughs> like,
0: yeah.
1: But So me and Tip have been working on this. But last weekend, I'm like, okay. Or maybe the first weekend anyways, I'm like, okay, I, I did it. I got like 24K on one account, 20K on another account. He's like, sweet, I'll come over and, and steal the replays or whatever, and I'll put them in a video. Well, then apparently the replays get wiped on Monday. So then he's like, oh, man. Oh, wow. I can't I can't do it. So then the next week, I was like, all right, I got it this time. Like, And then my phone died in the middle of my last attack. So... Wow. I, I would have had, like, 25k clan capital gold, but my phone died when I deployed, like, one troop, and I was like, I didn't realize it was that low, like, and so, oh my and so I didn't really set it up well for my other accounts that one, and so I was like, well, maybe we should just wait one more week, and then this week, it was the, almost the same thing, I had set myself up so perfectly, and I was like, okay, this will be the last attack on my main, I'll have almost 30k clan capital gold at the end of this And I clicked the wrong base and hit attack. Like, I had everything set up for like such a perfect clan capital, like cheating weekend, and I clicked the wrong base. And so I I told Tip he could still come over and watch, but the last attack was not what I meant because there was like another juicy 6K clan capital that I would have totally just like cleaned up the whole thing on. And uh, so yeah, that's that's my shade out to myself. Is like me and Tipper trying to record this like the, the worst clan mate in Clash of Clans, clan capital, yes, the attempt. most
0: toxic. Yes, yeah. <laughs> how to be the? I mean, this is like the opposite of what itsu is doing, really? right? What's what is what is Tip doing with the with the content where he's like, you know, itsu's out here teaching you how to like, you know, to like hit every single uh, you know, clan capital with two attacks and heroes out here telling you how to get like the most raid gold and get kicked, you know, <laughs> get kicked from the client for being so sort of toxic. Oh yes.
1: It's so funny though. Cause nobody says anything in chat. They're just like, well, here's the leader. I mean, I don't think we're supposed to say how cancerous he is, but it's just like <laughs> drop 40 wall record barbarians on one account immediately swapped my other one with like full archers and just, like, rake in the clan capital on that account. And the other account, I'm just like, meh.
0: So. No, I like it. I like it. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't wait. I can't wait for that to, for that video to drop. I'll be, I'll be watching, and I'll probably be commenting on that video as well. <laughs> I can't wait, because it, it is <laughs> well, just, you gotta... like,
1: such a, like, scummy thing to do, but it's actually, like, super fun at the same time. It's like, oh, okay, this one I can actually one-tap after I do my troll tap, so it's, like, super worth it. It's, like, 6K every attack.
0: I, I might have to do it. I I have I have my mini and my main in C2J, so I might I might have to do the same thing. <laughs> uh, what other, what other shade you got, man?
1: No, I think that was uh, I had one more, but I forgot what it was. So, it's shade out to Cool Rick for only getting just getting done with his podcast right now. We're still going, man. I I shouted you out earlier. Now it's <laughs> going to be a shade out. We need some two-hour episodes from you guys. We're
0: going. i was gonna say we're going we're going for one of our two-hour episodes <laughs> apparently they're the most popular ones when we just ramble on for two hours
1: <laughs> uh, no i shouted you out earlier too corey
0: just so you know <laughs> <laughs> for sure uh okay dude you got anything else so do we want to move to radio Disney no that's time?
1: all i got as far as clashing i mean it's just it's been kind of a slow clash week, and uh, we're not starting over Green Arrow. My wife would literally murder me at this point. We're just riding this one out. This interview is taking uh, yeah. a long time. I don't think Wu's going to end up joining the company. but
0: Ooh, mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not good. I'm not good at, not good at interview. Uh, you, have to t- you can tell me what to do, and I'll do it all day, but I'm not, I'm not good at interview. Uh, okay, so let's do some Radio Disney. Um the first thing that I want to talk about is the final update on our content creator meltdown drama that we've been talking about and we've been kind of talking about, you know, for several episodes now. Still not going to mention the content creator. We're not going to mention them by name, uh, but uh, everybody kind of knows who we're talking about. So I, I say final, but there is an asterisk on this. It's the final for now. Okay, if this person decides to come back in some way or uh, continues down this path of uh, you know posting what they've been posting here recently, then uh, we, we might do a small update in the future. But uh, but this sh- may be the final for now, and the reason that it may be the final for now is because this person has officially stepped away from Twitter, or so they say. You know, they they gave their final goodbyes. They posted a, a very long um tweet um you know that they, they kind of had to you had to leave Twitter to actually read this long statement um, about you know how they felt about the whole situation um uh, they were removed from the creator program so their creator code was taken away and they posted the message that they got from Supercell where Supercell was citing um you know some accusations of harassment you know this person was inciting things with other people in the community and speaking poorly of other casters and streamers in the community. And specifically they cited a violation of a non-disclosure agreement, um, that they weren't allowed to discuss some of the things that they had been posting on Twitter. So they were got their creator program, uh, re, you know, removed from that removed from broadcasting worlds. Um, they announced that, uh, on Twitter. Then there was like a giant meltdown Google drive dump, um, there was this link after link after link of Google Drives and the and literally there were folders that had like you know streamers' names on it, play, players' names on it um, there were folders that had specific discord's names on it and you just opened the folder and it was screenshot after screenshot after screenshot and I'm going to tell you right now there are way too many receipts like this is way too and many like you couldn't even um, see
1: like, like her sort of context on some of them you were like what I don't even no. get it. Like, why is she upset at this person? Like, yeah, and it was just like different person after different person, category after category. Like, like everyone who wronged me, kind of a deal. I mean, the, her whole Google Drive pretty much was she was just sharing link after link after uh, link.
0: Yeah, and so it was bad. I mean, I I, I I can see someone being upset. Someone that you think is your friend said something you know, negative about you and you feel betrayed. I don't, I don't understand the amount of searching out. And we've talked about it before. I don't understand the amount of like seeking out negativity and then saving it all for some rainy day. I don't know, but it's almost like you hope something bad happens because you've done, you've worked like as much as this person said, I've worked so hard to make this a positive community. It's it's like, you've also worked really hard to like, you know, have dirt on people. So Like, that seems like that was a lot of work, too. That was a lot of energy put into, you know, finding bad things about people were saying and try to, you know, or even twisting things into how you wanted to interpret them. A lot of work, a lot of energy went into that that probably could have been spent in other areas um, and not worrying so much about that. Um, Eventually, in her long post, she apologized for her actions, but, you know, and she's like, oh, you know, I take full responsibility and I did this and I did that. But th- but she still kind of blamed Supercell and the community. She's like, I only did what I did because no one else stood up for me. So it's like, you, you, you can't really take full accountability for it and then go, I only did it because of you. Because you guys were supposed to help me and you didn't. Uh, it it kind of seemed like a non... Yeah, it's, it it seemed like a non-apology to me. So clearly they're not like Uh, obviously they're not, like, over it. Um, So my, you know, my final take on this is seeing the meltdown, seeing the long tweet, the goodbye, final goodbye thing that she posted, and seeing, she actually posted, she said that she contacted Supercell directly and, like, had this list of things that she thought they should do to make her situation correct, which, I mean, you know, it takes some chutzpah to go to Supercell after you've kind of engaged in all this drama with people and basically tell them you're not doing enough and here's what you need to do. And if you don't do this stuff, then I'm just going to keep doing it. It's like, okay, it takes a little bit of balls to do that. But also some of the stuff that was said in there was ridiculous. Um, like the first, the first thing she said was like clean, make it a clean slate. Basically what she was saying was anybody who's ever had anything that I have dirt on, they need to be just banned. They need to be banned and silenced and censored. And anything that's uh, that I deem offensive, they need to be kicked out of the game they you know type of thing, and it's like, man, you think so highly of yourself i uh, you really think you run the show, and I guess she found out that she didn't. So my final take here is that honestly she she talked about her mental health, and she said the super self cited her mental health problems as a reason why, um. You know they didn't want to continue with her in the creator program and casting for them professionally. Um, she says she's taking a break from streaming and from gaming altogether, and she's heartbroken over this. And she says she has sought out and has been getting therapy and help for her mental health issues, but her her conditions are very hard to treat. My take is. Um, for all the friends that she probably had that told her to get help and for all the friends that she had, hopefully she has good enough friends to tell her to not engage in all this stuff. And she didn't take their advice. I can't imagine that a, that a, a mental health professional could see what she was doing and going through and not reaching out to her and telling her to stop. Um, you know, if she has this propensity to go down this path because of whatever, mental health issues that she has. I think it's best for her to not be a public figure until she can treat and, and learn to live with her issues and, you know, have a system to deal with the way that, uh, you know, certain people make her feel certain situations, make her feel how that how she reacts to those situations. I think it's better off that she's not streaming. It's better off for herself, not for the community, for her for her future, um, as just being a healthy person, I think it's better that she's not on social media, that she's not on discord, that she's not streaming. Um, and I hope that she gets the help that she needs. And I hope that she finds some peace in her life and finds something that she can be passionate about and apply her, um, you know, her creativity to, um, the, you know, that fulfills her and, uh, and doesn't cause her to, you know, to kind of go down this uh, this like destructive path that she's been on. Yeah,
1: I totally agree. I think that, uh, you know, especially in, like, the communities like these, maybe not so much in Discord, but, like, if you look at, like, Reddit, I guess, like, I read a lot of Reddit, especially in Clash of Clans. I rarely ever comment on anything unless I see like tip dog is the author and then i just say hey dad or whatever like but like the loudest yeah. people are always the trolls kind of a deal and it doesn't mean that there's not people mm-hmm. who support you or that like agree with you it's just the the loudest mm-hmm. people the comments you see are always like the the trolly you know sort of guys or whatever yeah. and you know if you're sort of subscribing to that or if if that's all you're looking at like you're going to have a bad time anywhere on the internet, especially on Twitter. I would say Twitter is even worse than Reddit. Like in this instance, like there's some of the, some of the tweets that were getting shared back and forth and people just saying, Oh yeah, I'm so glad and stuff like that. It's just like, it's just so crazy that like, you know, people just feel like entitled to like throw their two cents in or whatever, even when it has nothing to do with like anyone. It's just like wow. I mean, it's like catfish that one time when he was t- <laughs> tweeting about how it's been like so ever many days since you know the last <laughs> update or whatever, and yeah. then all of a sudden like Twitter went off on him. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, oh
0: my gosh, like, yeah, yeah. You, you, if if you got a hot take, if you got a hot take, someone's gonna, someone's probably gonna disagree with you. Uh, or get sick of hearing you, or call you a boomer, or
1: something. But yeah, like I'm. That. I'm glad. I mean, she's and that's help, the though, thing is, it is like if you're keeping a file yeah. on someone, like you oh. kind of have an issue that's not like just that. Like I used to have this coworker, his name was Jerry. Believe me, Jerry was the hardest working guy in the whole company. But yeah, Jerry had a file on every other coworker. I mean, every time. Every time you didn't do what exactly you were supposed to, he would take a picture of it. He would sign the date on it, put his name, a little sentence, and then put it in your file. And so Mm he sent his files to our boss. Our boss was just like, you're kind of psycho, Jerry. And so then he stopped sending them to our boss. So then once our boss quit, then when the new boss came, Jerry had a whole stack of folders (laughs) that he said.
0: You no, know, mm. these are
1: all the pieces of crap that work here, <laughs> and mm. our new boss was like, "You're kind of psycho, Jerry. <laughs> like I was like yeah. does this stuff." And then Jerry quit and started managing Taco John's.
0: Perfect. So, now he's got files on all the bad <laughs> tacos people make. Yeah, exactly. At Taco John's, I mean, that's the thing is that when you see someone. Uh, We talked earlier about people taking time and how precious time is as a commodity in your life. Um, When you see someone spending that much time on negativity, on keeping little, you know, uh, know, in management, uh, in the company I used to work for, they used to call it a tickler file. Basically, like what Jerry did, is that if somebody, you know, did something that wasn't right, but it wasn't worthy of, you know, you know, uh, a corrective action, like official documentation, you could just make a little note so that if it became a trend, then you could address it. But is that how you, is that how you treat your friends though? <laughs> like, is that how you treat the people that you call your friends and your community? Like, okay. Okay. Green arrow. Um, I noticed that you didn't funnel your e-drags. This is the third time in, in two months that you haven't funneled your e-drags and here's a screenshot of how you funneled that one and this one and that one. Like that's basically, that's basically how uh, how this person is treating everyone in real life. You know that that they call their community. It's like that's not how you treat your friends. Like it's just not. So it's hard for me to believe that you that this person ever considered these people in the community their friends, when they literally kept little files on anyone that they ever thought said something that they could possibly interpret um, as being you know disparaging.
1: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think that there's some. You know, there's some of those, like, Google Docs that I think that are sort of more, like, better faith than others. That it's like, okay, I see why she's upset at this person. Like, you know, that's not something I would do or anything like that. Sure. but I can't – I agree. You know, and I think Cool Rick is right, too. I think Supercell handled it probably the best they could. I mean, for them, they're just, like, pulling out their hair probably like, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do, guys? We got these people – saying this, we got our eSports guys going crazy, we got, you know, all this stuff going on, and I feel like, you know, that's that was their only option at one point, especially it's like, you know, and it was tough. I'm sure there wasn't something they did lightly, and I'm sure, it, you know, it affects her a lot too, but.
0: Well, I'm going to say this. She said something near the end of her Twitter ranting that she hit the nail on the head, but I don't think she... I don't think she fully understood why she was so right. And one of the things she said was, uh, I guess it's easier for Supercell to remove one person than to tear down and rebuild the entire community because of all the negativity and toxicity. And it's like, yes, exactly. You're You're the one person that they will just remove because you're the one person who won't let it go, who's, you know, you are making yourself an expert and the end all be all on what is toxic and what is negative. Um, so, like it's it's that thing where an employee thinks that HR is for them. Like you know, it's like, well, if if you don't give me that week off, I'm going to HR. It's like, okay, you don't understand. HR is not there for you as the employee. HR is there to protect the company. So if you go complaining to HR about something. They just want to make sure that the company can't be held liable for in some kind of a lawsuit uh, for whatever you're complaining about. They could care less how your manager actually runs the runs the location, okay, and what your manager is actually doing, as long as they're not doing something to put the company at risk as in a lawsuit. So it's like this, you know. She's like, oh well, you know, I guess it's easier for them to get rid of me than it is to do all this other stuff. It's like, yeah, it is because you're the only one with Google Doc file folders full of receipts that you want them to address every single one of and that's a lot of work so it's a lot easier for hr to just fire the person who's digging up all this dirt on people and just trying to press people into doing something about it um when when obviously you know she has said herself her she has mental health issues so it's like okay so you're admitting you have mental health issues you have you spent way too much time on this negative stuff and you want us to do everything you say. Um yeah, I you didn't really put yourself in a position to, to get what you want.
1: Yeah, there's I mean, there was really no winning in that situation. It was just like, you know, let's try and make the best out of this like shit pie or something kind of a deal. Like there I mean it was it was rough yeah. on both ends, I feel like. I feel bad for her. I'm glad she's getting help. And you know, I know you said for now, and I kind of agree with that a little bit too. It's mm-hmm. like You know, maybe in a couple months she comes back with more receipts from her burners. I hope not. That's, that would be the worst. Like, I really hope, I really hope there is a silver lining where she comes back and she just
0: tries to, maybe,
1: maybe it's not even the same game. Maybe it's a totally different game and a totally different, like,
0: I, I, I don't think that's gonna, let me just say this. If she comes back, she can't be who she is. Right. Like, she needs to have, like, she can't, uh, like, if she's not better mentally, the people who because at this point she's a law cow, okay. At this point, people know they they can push her and she'll go into a rage, and then they can just sit back and watch the fireworks and watch her get herself canned and say crazy stuff and post boomer memes on on Twitter uh, that are like inspirational quotes and stuff, and it's like they know they can push those buttons. So it's not about you know. There's always going to be people who will push your buttons. That's the world. That's the nature of the world. Do I, do I wish it wasn't that way? Sure. I wish it was all sunshine and daisies and rainbows and we all hold hands and we all cared about each other as much as you care about your family. That's not reality. So you have to find, yourself, you're, find a way in yourself mentally to deal with the people who want to push those buttons. And if you come back and you're not mentally prepared for the exact same people to come after you and troll you and say the same things to you, then you're setting yourself up for failure and you're setting yourself up for another mental health issue. So I I hope she doesn't come back unless she's prepared for that. And one of the things that stood out to me, I just want to say this too. One of the things that stood out to me was um, she, she had posted some screenshots of a conversation with a pro player where she was encouraging them and saying that she supported them and she, and she cares and all this kind of stuff. And then later on posted, screenshots of like DMs or some Discord drama where that person had some negative things to say about her and she was like I can't believe this person did all this when I was supporting them and being their friend and it's like were you being their friend you have screenshots of them saying things about you right. like what, what that's not what a friend does i'm sorry you just don't that's it's just not friendly behavior so i hope she, i hope it works out well for her whatever her endeavors are i hope she gets the help that she needs and Finds a way to deal with this stuff uh, because you know real life stuff is more important than what people say on Twitter or any kind of social media or whatever. And I hope that she, like I said, I hope she finds some peace and happiness in her life and um, and doesn't come back as a law cow because it's only going to get yeah. worse.
1: No, I totally agree with everything you said there. I think that just wish her the best at this point. It, you know, yeah, that's all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, you know we're going to get the hate There's, this, this is going to be a large section for people to skip through so we're definitely going to get the hate for that um, so do you have time to do our, our, our last little thing about oh, yeah. Radio Disney here okay great so I w- want you to set this up because I have only seen and heard things about this like on the peripheral I'm not in this sphere I don't haven't really been paying too much attention I've seen a few people have some comments about this whole situation um and so i want you to like introduce this and break it down spill the beans on this and and we'll get some hot takes okay
1: i'll try my best but i just gotta say i don't i'm not really a tiktok kind of a guy shout out to trampled i don't <laughs> i just don't have tiktok i don't really like how their terms of service is laid out and i've never been a fan of tiktok and because it really does kind of wrap me in it a lot and so I usually do Mm -hmm. like YouTube shorts because that's where I kind of get, and it's kind of the same content. It's just like ripped from one place or another. I've seen like YouTube shorts ripped off on TikTok and I've seen TikToks ripped off of YouTube shorts. Pretty much the same thing. Yeah. But I think obviously TikTok is like very much more sort of like it really sucks you in and it sucked me in for a long time. And then I finally was just like, you know what? now all that's shown up in my TikTok is half naked ladies. And I think it's time to part ways.
0: (laughs) That algorithm, the algorithm got (laughs) you.
1: (laughs) I think it knows me a little bit too well or something. I don't know.
0: (laughs) It's listening to what you're talking about in your
1: sleep. (laughs) So then I've been on this YouTube kick and it just, it's just crazy how much this guy just like appeared once. And I'm like, man, that guy, he speaks very well. He's very, you know, eloquent with his words. he, you know, he kind of says what he says, and some of it's, like, kind of sort of, like, radical stuff. Not really radical. Maybe that's not the best word, but it's, like, stuff that's kind of right in line or whatever, and he's, like... Controversial. Yeah, controversial. There you go. And it's, like, well, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's a thing for that. And then it's, like, the next day, now it's, like, almost everything I'm scrolling through is Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate's opinion on this. <laughs> and I'm just, like, who uh. is this guy? So then I like fall down this rabbit hole and I'm just trying to figure out like what is going on. Like how how am I the guy that's getting recommended all these Andrew Tate stuff? And then all of a sudden he gets banned. And it was just so crazy. I mean he says so wild things. Like I know his one was like, I don't allow my women to cheat on me. But I'm okay with cheating on them because – I'm the one that's setting these rules in our relationship, and that's just the way it's gonna be. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh my god, I can't hardly handle my wife, my the one woman. Like, you're you're bringing all these others into it. I don't think that's for me. Like, how yeah. am I getting all? And and it just blows up even more. Now it's like in my YouTube recommended, like actual like ten minute videos where, like XQC is fighting with Andrew Tate or uh, freaking. No, just like Aiden Ross has him on his stream for 30 minutes or whatever. And it's just like, what in the world is happening with my YouTube? It's just been totally taken over by Andrew Tate. And he, that's what he says. He says a bunch of controversial stuff and he gets away with Uh it because, and I feel like that kind of goes back to also sort of the, you know, the stuff we were talking about earlier about like, you know, that controversial stuff, sometimes it gets all the clicks. Like if we, if we kept saying her name yeah. in the podcast or whatever, like eventually someone would find out and tweet at her. And then she would be like, these guys were my friends. No, I don't think she would ever say that, but yeah. it's just, no. like, no, it's it's those type of things that like blow up the most because people are just so interested in drama and different opinions and stuff like that. That mm-hmm. apparently it's just, that's what YouTube is just recommending to everyone. Just like,
0: yeah. Just yeah. Well, age. I mean, it, it, the co- the controversial stuff sells. I I don't know much about the guy, so I'm coming from a complete novice perspective. But from what I have seen, I feel like Andrew Tate is basically like an AI personality. Like if you just plugged in an algorithm and said, "How do I get views?" Like, what, how do I optimize my personality for search engines? Um, it was like basically what he's doing. Um, he, I think he's very good at marketing himself at, to the right audience. He's probably very good at search engine op- optimization for all of his content and catching, you know, hot topics at the right time, being on the right shows at the right time. And these shows want him on because he's in the zeitgeist now and he's in the algorithm for YouTube and everything. Um, so I, I just feel like he's like very good at marketing himself. I don't know anything about his life other than the fact that he kind of seems like a giant douche. Like he's just like a guy with a lot of money. That's just trying to swag on people and, and tell other guys, like you could live my life. You just have to like be an asshole like me and I'm going to teach you how, and if you pay me $50, I'll let you in my discord where I can, uh, have these other University, maybe. yeah yeah exactly it's like you know and that's the thing is I, th- I feel like there's a lot of males out here that are a little misguided that probably have uh, you know didn't have a good male role model when they grew up or um, you know are a little lost in what they want to do with their life and this guy comes along with this flashy you know jewelry and houses and cars and girls and you're like yeah i could be this guy like okay tell me what to do and and he's not the first guy to do this there's been so many people i mean there's more there's people out there that are just like him right now um that are doing the exact same thing jack murphy um you know there's a bunch of there's a bunch of people out there that are doing the exact same thing where it's like i'm going to teach you how to be a sigma male or alpha male or whatever it is um Yeah, I mean, to me, it's kind of, it's just a big grift. You know, it's like, it's basically Kardashians for men, for lonely men. It's what it is. It's like, you know, we're going to glom onto someone that has a personality that's kind of famous for being famous. And then I'm just going to buy up whatever product they put their name on. I'm going to get the lip kit. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get the shoes that they sell. I'm going to get everything. I'm going to get their leggings, you know. And that's, that's, you're, they're buying up this guy's brand because it's just Kardashians for, for like lonely, for lonely, misguided males in the 21st century, 22nd, 21st century. Yeah, I can see it.
1: man. it's just so like, it's just so wild. Like all the things he says, there's like super controversial, but at the same time, like he says it in such a confident way. It's like, you know, I'll have like an actual thing that I need to discuss with people like and I'm just kind of stumbling over my words a little bit, trying to get my main points across. But he is just so, like, you know, deep-voiced, to the point with everything. It really feels like he's, like, stumbling over his words. It is, like, entertaining in, like, certain aspects, too. Because it's just like, holy cow. Like, it seems like this guy really believes in what he's saying. Doesn't – I'm not sure if well, I believe him, but
0: – Well, that's the thing, is that – uh You know, there's a lot of psychology that goes into this. That's why I said he's like an AI generated personality, right? Uh, There's a lot of psychology that goes into this. People will tell you, you know, if you don't believe yourself, people won't believe you. So if you don't come across as extremely confident, even if you're totally wrong, you just give the wrong answer extremely confidently, then more people are, are likely to believe you because they see you believe what you're saying. Um, so I, that's the thing is that, you know, I'm sure there's lots of guys out there that, you know, lack confidence in certain parts of their life. And they see this guy who just kind of has this swagger and they're like, I just want to be like this. Um, uh, I will say some of my, <laughs> I, I don't know enough about him, but you know, obviously I have to keep up with memes. And there were two Andrew Tate memes that I saw recently. It was like, Hey, this is the guy that's bringing back masculinity, everyone, and it's like a picture of him walking down the street, sashaying his hips in these tight little shorty shorts. And I'm like, okay, that's this like, it's clearly a, it's clearly a personality. It's like it's a put on. Like he's he's not like this giant Sigma male. He's got his own little things that he likes. And uh, because I mean, you know, I'm sure if I'm sure if you laughed at him and said, bro, nice shorts, like those are cute or whatever, he would probably have some Sigma male grind set you know reply to you um you know but it's it's uh, to me it's just a big put on it's just a big grift
1: yeah it definitely it it just it's just so crazy how like viral it's become and it's just like i mean literally so many of these things it's either it's either like a clip of game of thrones on my youtube or it's andrew tate arguing with someone and i'm just like
0: yeah so so outside of him just kind of like capturing the the algorithm right now and just being on everyone's podcast and showing up in everyone's feed for some reason, um, what do you think about the stuff where he's basically like banned from Twitter and stuff like that?
1: You know, I haven't looked into too deeply. I've seen some definite like theories or not maybe not theories. Maybe that's not the right word, but like people saying like he did all this stuff and that's the reason why and i just haven't looked into it like that deeply like i'm still just like dipping my toe in the water i didn't go full retard just quite yet it uh
0: yeah but I, you don't I've have seen, all the like, receipts some, on andrew tate I've yet seen
1: some crazy tweets about it and it's like this guy deserves everything he gets it's always such like a tricky line when they sort of deflat de-platform yeah. people and stuff or say oh no you can't say stuff like that it because it's you know, there's a lot of people who watch I like, hate watch people and they're watching them for the wrong reasons or the right reasons or whatever. it's it's hard to really draw the line where it's like, no, you're
0: you're a menace to society, and you should be removed. but, yeah, i I mean, I'm I've talked about it before in the pod where I just think that people should be able to say whatever the hell they want. and um, and people can decide you know, whether or not they're worth listening to and the people who aren't worth listening to, you know, they'll, they'll work itself out. You know, people, people will, uh, people will, you know, downvote or, you know, ignore or block or whatever. Um, I don't, I don't think it's necessary for all these different platforms to do as much editing as they do on people. So it's like, I, you know, I think the guy's a total grift, but it's like, I think Dr. Oz is a total grift too. <laughs> like Dr. Oz, Dr. Oz is peddling something like the, you know, on Monday show, he'll tell you, here's what, you know, here, if you use this cooking oil, it's going to extend your life by 15 years. And on Friday, he'll tell you all the dangers of using the same cooking oil. And it's like, excuse me, what? Um, So it's like, there, there's, everybody's got a grift. It's just a matter of like what the current, you know, what the current message is that you can't cross, yeah. you know. It's perfectly fine to sell people, you know, on some kind of like uh holistic healing thing and give people false hope for their health benefits in the future. But it's not okay to say, I'm gonna cheat on a woman and she can't cheat on me. Like, okay. I don't I don't see the difference like th- they're both you could it depends on your perspective on which one is more dangerous. Um so I I, I don't know why some people, <laughs> I don't, <laughs> Rick, Rick, start. Rick wants to start a war with me. He says, Mimet Oz is a genius and I won't hear otherwise. Well, this will be that section where you have to fast forward through. If you listen back,
1: <laughs> Rick is like, I've got um, 23 cars, four mansions. And I moved out of LA cause I was going to get <laughs> put
0: in jail for 20 years. I, I, I'm sorry, Rick, but if you're in the live chat, this is what we do. We have to interact. We have, he's obviously he's trolling, guys. He's not. He doesn't have a Doctor Oz poster up in his garage, and he hasn't posted pictures of that, pictures of that in in Discord uh, previously. So, but yeah, but it's like everybody has a grift. Everybody tries to catch that algorithm. And it's just like whatever the current standard of what the message is. There's like a line that gets drawn, and that's just the one that you can't cross. And I think it's completely arbitrary. Uh, and I don't, I don't understand why. I mean, there are. You know they're going to remove him from. The, I saw somebody post something about him being removed from Twitter, but there's literal terrorists on Twitter tweeting their terrorism and and recruiting people, and that doesn't get removed. Um, so it's like, how how can we really say this is about like health yeah, yeah. and safety and you, uh, you know uh, discriminated groups or whatever you know whatever, it's like, you, there's literal terrorists on Twitter that are allowed to be on Twitter. Yeah. I, I, I I cannot, if you're, let me just put it this way, if you're using Twitter as your moral compass, you are a broken <laughs> individual.
1: Yeah, you know there's people on Twitter who are just like know people high up in Twitter, and they're just like, hey, dad, this guy made me sad, or whatever, ban him, and it's like <laughs> such a crazy, like, and other people are allowed to live, but it's like, it's kind of like Twitch in some regards when it comes to that, it's like, Oh, if you're not in, then you're out. Like if you're not, if you're not getting along Art. with everybody or whatever, then, you know, the first little thing that you do, map perma ban.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I dropped out there for a second. Oh, Sorry, you're man. You're
1: good. Um, no, I was just saying like Twitter reminds me of Twitch in the sense that uh, it seems like if you're in, you're in. If you're on the outside, all it is is like one strike and you're out or whatever. When someone's like, Oh, Hey dad. This guy made fun of me on Twitter, banning him and like, they're like, okay, yep. He's gone.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, and YouTube is the same way. I mean, I, there's been some controversy. I mean, there's always been controversy, you know, um, about, you know, favoritism and things like that on Twitter or on, uh, on YouTube. But YouTube is the same way. It's like, you know, two creators can post the same video and one will get a strike and the other one won't, have anything said and it could literally be the oh, exact same video or age or um,
1: too. I saw a good video from, I forgot mm-hmm. who it was, but he compared his, his Charlie video to Markiplier. Yeah. Right? Is that the one you're talking
0: about? Yes. Yeah. I saw, I saw Charlie moist critical did that video. Um, that was trending on YouTube about, you know, a, accusation of favoritism and racism. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, that's the thing is that, that I feel like it's extremely arbitrary. Um, you know, what's considered dangerous, what's considered taboo is just a product of the time. And, you know, there's, there's defi- definite bias that plays in there. So I, that's why I think that people should be allowed to say and do whatever the hell they want on those platforms and just let the platform decide, you know, what should get pushed to the top and what's not, but you got sponsored content, you have, you know, YouTube creators have complained for for ages about you know I I spend years trying to build an audience and then you know you know CNN gets front page you know and they get like 200,000 views but they get front page because they're a big company and you're going to prop up a big company over a smaller creator so you you can't I I don't know why the companies want to do it that way they don't want to do it organically it's I mean I do know why it's money obviously And if Twitter thought that they could make money off of Andrew Tate, they probably wouldn't ban him. Yeah, definitely. I think you're right. Okay, dude, is that all you got?